You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. going on guys welcome to another episode of pure pleasure with dewey halpas on equal vision records and sound talent media i am dewey your host with the most bringing you more great content week after week this week we have pierre from simple plan uh, i met pierre back on warp tour i believe 2003 and those guys were super friendly uh we had a good time absolutely uh hanging out on warp tour but it was a very long time ago <laughs> and so uh both of us were kind of figuring out where we had crossed paths originally and and where we crossed paths after that. I was under the impression uh, that they were on tour with Maroon 5 opening um, back in, God, it must have been 2004, 2005. Uh, but it turns out it was just a radio gig. So that's where they have like everybody playing weird random lineups like Fall Out Boy, Taylor Swift, uh, Green Day, all those, you know, the big radio bands. Um, which they were at the time and still are, I believe. But um, yeah, it was it was interesting trying to figure that out. Uh, but I had a blast chatting with him. He's an awesome dude. Uh, and they have a new record coming out. And they actually sent it to me early. And it's it's pretty fantastic. Um, it's a it's a pretty awesome progression from where they started. Um, and it's just catchy. I mean, it, it's literally sticks in your head for days. Um, and it I, I can't say enough good things about it. So I'm stoked to bring you this episode with Pierre. Um, and we talk a bit about the new record, um, kind of goes everywhere. It's one of those conversations that, that are typical for this show and, and, uh, kind of on point for what we do. So let's get some business out of the way and we'll jump right in. So rockabilia.com is sponsoring the show again. 
Uh, they are a fantastic company with over 500,000 items, all licensed from the bands. And there is also Simple Plan merch. So uh, if you're a fan of Simple Plan and want to grab some merch, go do that. Pier 15 is the code. Get you 15% off your order at rockabilia.com. Uh, there is, I mean, we just had Jonathan Davis from Corn on last week. There's Corn merch. Uh, pretty much any band you can think of is on there. And if they're not, you can always go to the website of the band itself and buy it. But Rockabilia, with almost half a million, half a million items, you're going to find something you like. So go use the code PEER15 and get 15% off your order at rockabilia.com. And thanks to them for sponsoring the show. Uh, PeerPleasurePodcast.com is the website. PeerPleasurePod at gmail.com is the email if you want to get in touch with me with guest ideas or questions or comments. If you're listening on Spotify, give us a rating. You can do that now right on your app. If you're listening on Apple, you can give us a review or a five-star rating. So uh, I'm going to challenge each of you, each of you listening, if you're listening on Apple, to go write a short review of the show and rate it. If you're listening on Spotify, rate it there as well. I'm going to start reading some of these reviews on the podcast. So if you want to get your review read, uh, go ahead, go over to Apple where you're at now or Spotify and rate or review the show. Tell a friend about the show. It always helps out with the word of mouth. All right. So I'm going to keep this intro short, guys. I rambled on last week for quite a while. and <laughs> It's just not my style. You know, I like to get to the where you're what you're here to see and hear. And uh, we're going to do that. So without further ado, here's my conversation with Pierre from Simple Plan. I used to lie awake and let you occupy my mind. I used to put you first and always leave myself behind. And I'll admit you got real close, but I'll be sleeping fine tonight. Sorry, I don't mean to disappoint you. Didn't ruin my life. Why let you in? How are you, my friend? Good. How are you? Good. Good, good, good. Can you hear me okay? I can hear you great. Awesome, dude. Can you hear me okay? I can. I can. You sound fantastic. <laughs> Wheat technology. Yes, sir. Yes, sir, man. Well, long time no see. I don't know if you probably don't remember, but back in Warp Tour 2003, I believe it was 2003, I was in a band called Anatomy of a Ghost from Portland, Oregon. Oh, cool. Uh, and... What was it called? Anatomy of a Ghost. Oh, cool. Awesome. And uh, you and uh, I'm trying to think. I think it was back then it was David. Uh, 
you guys were super cool to us on the tour and uh we I, I think we had lunch maybe a few times or whatever but then i think the last time i saw you was i think did you guys do a tour with maroon five with them like uh, opening no, but, or was it a radio we show did do, we did do a few radio shows with them so it may have seemed like a tour but it wasn't like we never went on tour with them, but we did like, we, we crossed paths with them a couple of times. We played a few shows that they were on as well, but okay. not a, not a club tour with them. I'm just going to turn off a little fan here. That's kind of noisy. Okay. But no, we never did a real tour with them, but we have played some shows that they were on. Okay. That was probably it. It was at the Roseland in Portland. It was a long time ago. So yeah, like, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was just a weird lineup, simple plan and, and Maroon five. I was just like, what, what is this? It yeah. had to be a radio show. Yeah, it must have been a radio show. Man. Well, how how are things going for you, man? How are you guys are are putting out new music? It's uh I I will tell you this straight off the bat. It is the best stuff you guys have done to date. I am really I am really stoked on this new music. Thank you so much. Dude. Like it's Thank it's you. infectious. Like you can't get it out of your head. And then yeah. uh, it's it, I'm super stoked, man. I really am. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah, it's really exciting. We're um, you know, we we've had this album in the can for a while and we decided to kind of put the brakes on it you know all of us have kids and uh when everything was kind of happening with the pandemic where we we kind of like we could decide to just go back home and, and be like hey we need to take care of our families you know our kids are out of school right now there's homeschooling our spouses and girlfriends and wives and stuff are, are freaking out like it's time for us to be you know dads um and then we're just waiting for everything to calm down and to put some music new music out and then it just kind of kept going and going and going we're like, well at some point we had to put this music out so last year we uh made the plan no pun intended to uh to get this record out and uh yeah i think the cool thing i feel really confident about this record because i feel like any person that likes simple plan is gonna be stoked you know and I, and, I, and we also i don't know like we 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 had a, a so much success in our career and i look at the at, at the the path of what we've done musically and i look at other bands and i feel like there's always a point in your career where you feel like i got to do something different i got to do something that's not what people expect because if i do what people expect it's not art and blah 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 blah. and then after that you do that and then you do a couple songs like that and you do a couple records that maybe are a little off the beaten path and then at this point we feel like hey you know i used to look at the limitations of being in a band and like what that, what people expect of you. And I used to think of that as a limitation as, as like, a, Oh, I can't do whatever I feel like, you know? Mm -hmm. uh, but now with maybe a little more maturity and, you know, experience, I feel like it's something you can lean into and be like, Hey, we've created a cool sound that people like, and I have to look at it from a fan's point of view. If I'm, I'm a fan of like, you know, let's say I'm a fan of Foo Fighters or Blink 182 or Green Day or whatever, whatever band. I want to hear them do what they sound like, but I want to hear them do it in a new version, but I still want it to sound like them. You know, I don't want to, I don't want to have a, I don't know, a, a weird indie sounding record from, from, a, from a band that doesn't do that. Usually I want, yeah, I'd rather go to that when I want it, you know? So for this record, we really kind of leaned into who simple plan is and what we came from and what people like about simple plan. And uh, not in a way that it's like, we're not catering to it because I love pop punk music. That's what I, it's, it's what I always love the most. And mm -hmm. we always try to make songs that hopefully if we listen to, we'd be stoked about. Um, but we really kind of like decided to make a record that was going to be true to who simple plan is, you know? Yeah. And uh, it's, I'm super happy about it. I love the way it sounds. I love the mixes. Zach Servini mixed a lot of it or actually yeah, almost all of it. 
and I co-produced a huge chunk of it with uh, Jay Van Puderoyen, uh, who was an engineer for one of our records, and Brian Howes produced a little bit of it, and Zach Servini produced two songs of it. So I really love the way it sounds. I love, you know, that, that we, you know, I look at music, I look at our fans and our, and our diehard fans and a lot of like pop punk emo fans, and I feel like myself included, we look at music and we music is like in a lot of ways, it's like a lifeline when you're having a crappy time, when you're having a struggle in your life, whether it's, you know, dealing with mental uh, mental health or dealing with life in general, whatever you may go on through. Um, music a lot of times can make you feel better, you know, and I think that we really try to lean into that as well for this record and write songs that could uh, that could make you feel better when you're going through a shitty situation, you know? Yeah, dude, it's it's. uh it's weird when you bring up uh, you bring up bands that like change, right? Like so, so like Thrice, for example. Yeah, every record's pretty much different. Yeah, uh, they've they've managed to pull that off over the years. But mm-hmm. when you say about people expecting things from you, you know, it makes a lot of sense. People want to hear what they know. Like they're a fan of Simple Plan because of what you yeah. guys sound like. They don't know you as people. So like yeah. they're they're a fan of the Pierre they know that sings for Simple Plan. They don't know you. Exactly. So it's weird to think about when bands go that route and want to change every I mean I know they want to change for themselves, but to expect success, the same success or more success changing it up. It's like going and starting a new band. Yeah. You know, which Foo Fighters of course blew up, but that could have failed. You know, yeah. uh, it, it's interesting to think about that concept because it seems like every band wants to do that. It is is yeah. make a difference. And some people, and, and you mentioned, you know, thrice, and some people can do it well. And I and, and I think about there, there are some bands that go through a major change and then come out bigger. I think of like Fall Out Boy. You know, Fall Out Boy when that song came out, "Light Him Up, I'm on Fire." I was like, "What the hell is this?" And then they kind of just continued in that route. And they're ever since then, they've been bigger than they ever were before. Yeah. Um, and that, and they sort of recreated who they, who they are. And now they kind of sound more like that in a consistent way, you know? Yeah. But, but, um, and yeah, like, you know, I look at it like I, I think I'm a talented songwriter and musician. I play keys. I play guitar. I play bass. I play drums. I can sing. I used to play saxophone. I, I I'm pretty versatile. I produce my own stuff. I produce records for other people. I could do it. I, I like country music. I can make a song that sounds like country, but if I did, I don't think it should be a simple plan song. I think it should just be like Pierre cowboy Pierre. I don't know. <laughs> but I might use that one day. Yeah, actually, please cowboy do Pierre. that. <laughs> cowboy Pierre. But you know, I, I, I feel like, um, yeah, I mean, I don't want, I don't want to make it seem like people that do that. Like I, I just realized that what, what feels right for us, you know, for simple plan. Mm-hmm. And it feels like, making a great simple plan record is what feels right for simple plan. Um, and I, f- I think I, f- I really feel good about what we've accomplished with this last one. And I think that when it comes out, I think that fans are going to, and, and, you know, we can't help ourselves. There are a couple of songs on there that will catch you off guard and that will probably upset some fans, but we, we can't, we kept it to just a few, you know, and, uh, the majority of the record is really going to be what a pop punk simple plan fan wants to hear. You know? Awesome, dude. I, it sounds, that's the thing. It sounds like a simple plan record in 2022. Yeah, like it's upgraded. Thank you. you yeah, know? have you heard the whole thing or what? No, have you heard? no. Becky didn't send me the whole thing yet. I've just heard the songs that are on Spotify. Okay, um, cool. And so, congratulations is the first one I heard, and oh, I'm listening cool. to it. This is this is what's like. So I don't I don't get, and I know they do this show, and I but I don't go through like a bunch of music news ever. 
Right. And I was thinking, I, I was listening to the song. I listened to it three or four times, and I was like, I wonder what this is about. So I yeah. typed in, and we don't have to talk about this, of course, but I typed in just like like a simple plan. Uh, I forget what I typed in. Something with kind of like what happened. And, yeah. of course, some stuff came up, which is terrible. Yeah. And I did not know about it until I looked at that. And uh, uh -huh. that might not be what it's about, but it made me look for that. It made me search for that. Yeah. Like, what happened? Um, but I, I felt something from that song. Like, it was like, it was really well done. Um, yeah, thank you. And it, it just had like a pretty direct message, but it's something a lot of people can can attribute things in their life to. It could be overarching. It could be very specific. Um, that part was super accessible, right? Like, it, yeah. everyone's gone through something where it's like, what the hell? Yeah. Uh, and then just I, going backwards from there like and that's when i hit becky up i was like man i need to talk to pierre uh and becky's fantastic by the way she she worked with me for Thank a long you. time awesome um, yeah she's great on on my side um uh -huh. but yeah dude it's 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 a and pop punk people are talking about like a pop punk resurgence uh -huh. i don't think it ever went anywhere that's what's funny is it, it's always well, been well if, if you're into it yeah it never did but that's yeah. the thing it's for, yeah it never went anywhere <laughs> but like i said this is a this is a record for 2022 it's yeah. everything's upgraded you know the melodies are upgraded the lyrics are upgraded everything's i mean it's progressed as it should it mm -hmm. is a different record uh so far from the songs i've heard i've heard yeah that's what's funny three. and it's funny you say that because a lot of people who've heard the antidote ruin my life and mm -hmm. congratulations are like oh my god this reminds me so much of like no pads and i'm like really <laughs> not i mean and like we, like I said before, we are making a simple plan record and, and purposely doing that. However, I, I I agree with you. It it sounds it sounds to me it sounds different. Like even the antidote, it's got like weird production on it and stuff. So uh, but but I, it doesn't matter. What what matters is the essence of what comes out of them, right? Mm -hmm. And they and people feel like this feels like early two thousands pop punk, and that's what we're that's what we've always been about. And like you said, if you're if you're a fan of pop punk music, it's never gone away. You know, Warp mm -hmm. Tour has maybe stopped for a couple of years, mostly because of the pandemic. But um, you know, it's always been there. You know, and and other bands in our in our genre, whether it's like Newfound Glory or or, or Simple Plan or Sum Forty One or you know pa Panic at the Disco or Fall Out Boy or mm -hmm. whatever, those bands have always been around. You know, but if but they haven't been as much in the mainstream. And now we're seeing the Kardashians. You know dating travis barker and, and wearing studded belts and stuff like that you know so yeah that's why it feels like it's it's more in the forefront of everything but yes to you and me it's never it was never it was never gone yeah machine gun kelly going pop punk is it to to our kids will be like okay this is the this is another this is a whole another situation let me take yeah. you back let me take you through these these years and then into into the future because yeah uh it's it's just a great thing it's something that it, it'll always be here i think it's it's yeah. awesome um i i really i'm i'm really stoked because um very rarely now do i hear something that catches me like that too like it, mm -hmm. it i can't I seem to not have the not even myself not have the attention span to stick around with certain things mm -hmm. um but when i heard it, it was just like caught me i've listened to it like four or five times like it, it wasn't nice. like oh that's pretty good it was yeah, like yeah. Oh, I'm gonna listen to this again and again and like start and then it gets stuck in your head and you're humming it at work or whatever and like it's it's still got that same effect. So yes. I, I mean, cheers to you on that and and it's just awesome. And so Thank you. going through the 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 pandemic and all this stuff, like has a lot of that played into uh like the, the direction this record is gone. I mean, I knew you were working on it beforehand, you said, but like did it change a lot of things for the record? 
Well, that's the really funny thing. And even the, what you've touched on lightly, which I don't really want to get deep into that yeah, one. We don't need to but, do that. But, but all that, all of these songs were written before they were written literally and recorded. Like we finished this album right when the pandemic started. So, and it's really bizarre because in hindsight, even as you mentioned, like there are a lot of things in this record that you feel like, Oh, that's about that. And that's about the pandemic and that's, but it's not. And it, and it's weird. Like it, when all this stuff started to happen, I was like, Holy shit. Did we like, did we manifest this? Like, what? Wow. <laughs> you know, and it's really bizarre. Cause you know, even like the song that's coming out uh, soon, it's called uh, wake me up when this nightmare is over. Um, literally you listen to that song. You're like, that's about the coronavirus pandemic, uh-huh. but it's not, it's, it's, it, it's really about, I mean, here's the thing with simple plan. Like I said, I think that music for a lot of our fans and for myself, I see it as a lifeline. It's like a way to make yourself feel better when stuff goes bad. So a lot of times, we write about certain things, but it's not a specific thing. It's kind of like, for me, congratulations is about online hate, online trolling, online people that are just, that are, that are, that are allowing themselves to be so vicious to people. You look at like comments on go, go wherever, whatever band page, whatever movie page, whatever people allow themselves to just say some really hurtful things. And when you're on the receiving end of that, it's really hard to not let it affect you. You know, it's really hard. And it reminds me of in the early 2000s when our band came out, we were more pop than punk, you know, let's, let's face it. Um, even though my background, I, I came from listening to no effects, face to face, Pennywise, all that stuff. Our, our music, because of our songwriting, my melody making and our, the, the combination, all that stuff, it's catchy and, it, and it's really pop. And I feel like it's, uh, it, it's just, it's, I lost where I was going with that. But anyways, um, <laughs> I lost my complete train of thought, but I feel like we're, I don't know. We're just trying to make songs that resonate with people. I, I, I know where I'm going with this. Um, we're trying to uh, write songs that, that help people. And so in some ways we write about, about struggle and like congratulations was really about sort of that sort of those online people that make you feel like crap. And then when you, you know, when you try to let it go, it's hard. It sticks with you. You know, you go to bed and you're like, Oh, that person doesn't matter, but it does affect you. And then the next day you're like, you know what? I'm not going to let this affect me anymore. I'm not going to let this ruin my day. And, uh, and it's, and you ruin my life is a similar, similar thing, you know? So it's all about these sort of specific, but general enough where you can apply it to your own life, you know? Yeah, that's crazy that they were written before that because that's exactly yeah. what I thought. Yeah, <laughs> like I know what the hell, dude. And and ironically, right. right before I got on with you, I was on with Eric Smelly from NoFX. Oh, uh, nice. We just did an episode right before this. And uh, awesome. speaking of them, uh, but yeah, that you didn't foreshadow it. You didn't like will it into existence. But I guess it's just like the it just fits for so many themes. I guess that was yeah, kind of what exactly. it is. One thing I've always but it's almost like that's that's how I feel about like if you look at our old songs like Untitled uh, from our second album that was how could this happen to me? I made my mistake. It's not about anything specific in the song. Mm-hmm. It's about stuff that we've gone through. And I know that that song particularly was about a situation that Chuck had gone through. I don't know that he even wants to talk about it, even if it's 20 years ago. But um you know, it was general enough where you could feel like, oh, my God, this speaks to me. And same thing. Welcome to my life. Do you ever feel like breaking down? Do you have like it's not specific. It's specific to what I feel. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to leave it with enough space for you to put your own story to it. You know? Yeah. Do you go down the do you go down the comment rabbit hole online? Sometimes. Do you? Yeah. 
does it does it affect you as bad as 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 it does most like i mean or are you able to gloss over it yeah exactly no it's very difficult and i think i i i I sort of said the wrong title before when i got lost on train of thought it's ruined my life it's about that ruin my life is about you know going to bed and seeing those comments and just making the mistake of scrolling down a little bit more Uh and being like ouch that hurt this person means nothing but damn that hurts you know and then you can't and then at some point you got to go you know what you didn't ruin my life. I'm sorry. I don't mean to disappoint you. You didn't ruin my life, you know? Yeah. Um, but it's like the chorus is like, I used to lie awake and let you occupy my mind. I used to put you first and always leave myself behind. I'll admit you got real close, but I'll be sleeping fine tonight. You didn't ruin my life. So, you know, it's like, but but it, it kind of like, it talks about the idea that shit, why did I let you in? Mm-hmm. Why did I let that? And then like, then you let it go, you know? Yeah. Do you struggle? I ask this sometimes on this show. Uh, do you struggle with being Pierre from Simple Plan and Pierre at home? Basically, where things are kind of skewed, where when you go to an arena or whatever you guys are playing or a, a theater, whatever you're playing, all those people are there because they know who you are or they know who you think, who they yeah. think you are. So yeah, when you yeah, meet yeah. these people, uh, there's already a skewed. Uh, uh, playing field because they know all these things about you. You know, nothing about them, uh, but they also know who they, they think you are like that. You're Pierre yeah. from civil plan, not Pierre. Right. Yeah. Uh, do you struggle with that ever? Like with for sure. Yeah. Dichotomy. Yeah. It's like, it's a, it's an alter ego in a lot of ways. You know what I mean? Like you go on stage and you have to perform and you, 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 you feel in a way superhuman when you're on stage because you have a whole, crowd of people going like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it it messes with you, you know? Um, and what I find a big challenge of that to me is when I'm not on the road for a while, because I like being Pierre, just Pierre. I have a lot of friends that couldn't give two shits about who simple plan is. (laughs) And, uh, and I have, you know, my wife has always been my rock who, you know, brings me back down to earth and doesn't, you know, doesn't treat me like I'm some king of whatsoever, which sometimes can be frustrating because I feel like I'm a king. But, but, um, but what I find the most difficult part about that sometimes is like, I'll be, if I'm at home for an extended period of time, such as a pandemic, uh, when I have to go back out and be Pierre from simple plan, I'll have generally a pretty good panic attack right before I hit the stage. And I have to like, I have to like sit in the corner and breathe through and go like, yeah, you got this. And people are like, Hey dude, are you ready? I'm like, don't talk to me. Don't talk to me. I'm like, just, just get away. Um, I'm freaking out. And I, once I get on stage after a couple of songs, I'm hoping I'm going to shake it off, but I'm not sure. And then my lyrics are like, uh, I got my, remember my lyrics and I get all, you know, cause I, I suffer from anxiety. I don't know if I have an anxiety disorder, but I think a lot of people suffer from anxiety and you know, it's something that I deal with, but yeah, like it's hard to sometimes switch that. And you know, even not to get too personal, but, I've done some therapy and that's something that I've worked on. Like, like how do you work out who you are? And then you step off stage and you're not like, you're, you're just this guy. And especially if you go home, you know, and you, and I come here and I'm, and I have my kids and I'm taking care of them. I got two daughters that are eight and 10 years old. It's very, it's weird, you know, and it's, uh, it's not always easy. Um, but, uh, but yeah, it's, uh, I, I don't know it's definitely a challenge. It's definitely a challenge of being in a band and being in a band that's successful. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I've learned, I've learned to kind of manage it. I've learned with, uh, with talking about it and, and also breathing through it. Like, but that, like I said, the biggest thing is when I have to step back into shoes of simple plan guy, mm-hmm. it's sometimes I, I, I think like, 
that's not who I am. Like, you know, and it's weird because it will become who I am as soon as I do it for a few days. But like when I go on tour and this tour coming up, I'm going to be going playing in Mexico, co-headlining with Papa Roach Mm -hmm. in a week. I haven't played a show in like seven months. I'm supposed to go up there. And Jacoby is a kick-ass, you know, front man for Papa Roach. They've they've been playing shows and I'm like, shit, I got to. I'm literally was, I'm, I've been washing my wife's car today. Like, you know, like I'm, I'm doing, I picked up my kids from school. I walked the dogs and then I got to go up there and be like, make some fucking noise. You know, it's like, like, who is this guy? You know, but you learn to balance it. You learn to kind of flip flop. And I'm, I'm trying, you know, with therapy to learn how to switch that and be like, you know, it's an, it's another, it's another part of who I am, but it is funny. Cause you know, celebrities get, there's a few celebrities that I have, like, I don't want to say like man crushes on, but to feel like I want, like, I feel like we could be friends, you know? And, but it's so weird to think that because I don't know these people. I know them, you know, and, and this is what people think about me. Mm -hmm. You know, when I, they're like, Oh, I know you're so funny. We we should, we could have a beer together. And I'm like, yeah, I don't, I don't know you, man. You know? So, but it's something that happens when you see someone on screen, you, you, you know, especially, ban people who were giving so much on social media stuff like that mm-hmm. people get to know us you know and uh but it's yeah it's just all part of the it's all part of the adventure you know yeah it definitely is that's it that's it i mean i struggle with anxiety and depression all that too i do therapy once a week like uh it's something even on on my level where it's like trying to figure out who who i am where i am because i'm someone different yeah. everywhere i go i'm i'm someone on this show this is like where i'm yeah. in the moment i'm in a studio with lights like phones on on do not disturb like this is the one moment i'm in the moment even yeah. at home with my kids like i'm still thinking about oh i got this episode coming up tomorrow uh i've got this going on at five i got that you know i'm never in the yeah. moment yeah, yeah yeah and i struggle with that and my kid ironically my kids are eight and ten as well uh and the new record comes out on my 40th birthday <laughs> Woo, <laughs> so there's all these nice. connections here but like uh, so you're a tourist like me i'm may 9th dude yes that's awesome yeah. that, right Tourists on is rule. happy birthday early uh yeah yeah but you know struggling with that stuff like where does it start and where does it end right like like are i mean you're you're you said once you get in a couple shows in you start to feel comfortable with it again but is that really comfort or is you just getting used to it like you just get used to it yeah yeah okay because yeah Yeah. coming home i mean i i don't know because you know i think that like when the career first started and like we sort of blew up let's say in the beginning of the year in, in 2002 2003 like I was mostly Pierre from Simple Plan. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because I was, we were on the road, like we would get a few days off every other month. So I was literally Pierre from Simple Plan all the time. And then as life, you know, caught up and, you know, got a girlfriend, got married, got engaged, had kids, bought a house. Then suddenly the other person of who I was became a little more prevalent, you know? Mm-hmm. And and now with the family and all that stuff, it, it's more and more. But yeah, like it's... Uh, it's it's it that now i'm more half and half you know what i mean and and now like we're all the band we each have our own little lives you know we have we have the band but now we're not like hey what are you doing on saturday it's kind of like no i gotta take care of my own stuff you get to hear your own stuff you know so Mm -hmm. so that part of who we are is becoming a little more important but um yeah you you, you know you get back into it do a couple shows and then you you get more comfortable with it and but it's true what you said was interesting about being the moment for me an interview like this, I can't be anything but in the moment if I want to answer these questions, honestly. Mm-hmm. And same thing with being, being, being on stage. I got to be there full, you know, full on. And it's true that so many other things, you can be thinking of something else. You could be, 
you know, pick up the kids from school or, or doing whatever other work that's not as focus heavy. Mm-hmm. You know, you can be, you can not, you can avoid being present, but there's certain things where you need to give it all you got, you know? Yeah. It's crazy to think about the, the different, like picking up the kids from school for them. That's the most important thing right there for them. Yeah. Right. When you walk yeah. out on that stage, that's the most important thing at that moment for those people. Right. It's so yeah. weird that <clears throat> something as simple as picking up your kids for like, you know, dad showed up, picked me up from school. If you didn't show up, it'd be traumatizing for them. Yeah. They'd remember it the rest of their life. If yeah. you cancel a show, it's traumatizing for those people. But also as a dad canceling a show now, you think of they paid babysitters, hotels. Some people maybe flew to that show. Yeah. Uh, there's so much riding on. It's weird. What's going on, guys? This is Dewey. I want to tell you about some new releases coming up from Equal Vision Records. As you guys know, Equal Vision Records is my family, and so are these bands. I really want you to check these out. We've got Hot Water Music with their 10th studio album, Vows, out May 10th, featuring guest appearances by Dallas Green of City and Color, Thrice, The Interrupters, and Brendan and Daniel from Turnstile. See them on their 30th anniversary tour with Quicksand in the States in May and June and Europe in November. Hotwatermusic.com for more info. We also have Be Well with their new 7-inch, A Tap I Can't Turn Off, out now. First new music in two years from this band. This band is incredible, featuring members of Battery, Bane, Darkest Hour, and Fairweather. See them on tour with I Am The Avalanche in June. Equalvision.com for more info on that. And just your general information on Equal Vision Records, you're always going to find something you like at Equalvision.com. Go there for vinyl and merch from all of your favorite bands. Check out Hot Water Music's new record and Be Well's new 7-inch now. What's going on, guys? This is Dewey from Peer Pleasure, and I want to tell you about our newest sponsor, DistroKid. DistroKid distributes your music across all online platforms. They are an amazing company. I've enjoyed working with them the last few weeks, and they're going to be with us for a while, and I really, really appreciate that. I love working with great companies, and DistroKid is one of them. Uh, They have an awesome thing they're doing right now called Splits. Now, if you're working as most people are online, doing collaborations with people from all over the country, all over the world, as easy as that is with the internet, uh, you want to get those people paid when you put that music online. And splits can do that. You can add an unlimited amount of collaborators to any track. You can change the splits at any time. You can add or remove collaborators at any time. You can see previous splits. And all your collaborators are going to have to do is sign up for a DistroKid membership, a DistroKid account, so they can get paid. And as always, DistroKid never takes a cut. You and your collaborators get 100% of the earnings in total. A couple other awesome things that they do is they set up an official artist YouTube channel. Uh, You can use Spotify Canvas, synced lyrics, promo card to promote your release on social media, a mini video for your socials as well. There's just so many awesome things about using DistroKid. And like I said, I don't advertise things I don't use, haven't signed up for. I have signed up for this. It is a breeze, literally a breeze. And you can get going right away. So definitely check out DistroKid. And I want to give you 30% off your first year's DistroKid membership at any level. That is distrokid.com slash VIP slash PPP for Peer Pleasure Podcast. Once again, 
That is 30% off your first year's DistroKid membership at any level. DistroKid.com slash VIP slash PPP. Go check out DistroKid right now. DistroKid.com slash VIP slash PPP for 30% off. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, guys. This is Dewey from Peer Pleasure, and I wanted to tell you about Premium Pleasure, our premium subscription service that's available now. Peerpleasure.supportingcast.fm is the website. There's three tiers, tier one, tier two, and tier three. Tier one is $5 a month. It gets you the ad-free experience. Tier two gets you access to the Peer Pleasure Passcast. It gets you access to the videos of the interviews. It gets you merch discounts. Tier three is $20 a month. That gets you all of that. It gets you the past cast, gets you the video footage, discounts on merchandise, and monthly Zoom calls well, with myself and other guests. We're going to have all kinds of stuff in there for you. There's all kinds of stuff in there for you now. There is, uh, I believe, 30 to 40 videos of these interviews. There is uh, multiple episodes of the past cast. The past cast is a podcast that I'd started separately that is me and another podcaster or me and a guest. Uh, discussing a deep dive into their favorite episode of Peer Pleasure. Um, so there's a bunch of those on there. So so-and-so and I would talk about the Chino Moreno episode. So-and-so and I would talk about uh, the Yvette Young episodes. And we would do a deep dive and tell where they came from, how we got the guest, stories of uh, that weren't discussed on the podcast or maybe weren't in there. Um, it's just another glimpse behind the curtain. So that's the big deal with this premium service is giving you a glimpse behind the curtain of how the podcast is made, gives you access to things I'm doing and things that we're doing with the show, um, gives you, you know, ad free stuff. It gives you just all kinds of of things that we could throw in there to help make it a valuable part of your month, because I put everything out there on this show. I put everything I have into this show. Um, so being able to give you guys that little bit of extra is a big deal to me and having your support is a big deal to me because if we don't support our artists and creatives, we're not going to have any left. So I appreciate it. Peerpleasure.supportingcast.fm is the website. Go sign up today and get some of this premium pleasure. How the little things you're doing and something I'm not saying that going on stage in front of a huge crowd is little, but it's still something you do during your day, right? Like that, yeah. that, that enriches someone else and yourself, you know, yeah. you get your kids home safe. You did the good thing. You, you made it through the day. You're a good dad. You, you did something for yourself and for them. You walk out on stage, you rock out for an hour and a half. You did something for them and yourself and you get something from it as well. Yeah. But do you think you'll ever get to a point where Pierre, just Pierre can walk out on stage, do what you do uh, and be comfortable with that? Or do you think it'll always have to switch? Hmm. I think there has to be a bit of a switch. I think that, and I, and I say that because I think that I feel like the crowd deserves some entertainment. And if it's just me walking out, like I'm walking down the street, 
You know, like look at like look at Mick Jagger. How old is he? And he's still like, yeah, doing the cock. That's not what that's not what he that's not what he looks like when he's walking to his table to have breakfast in the morning. I wish it did though. (laughs) You know what I mean? It's it's a show. So I feel like I don't think I ever want to be like walk out and be like. Hey, how's it going out there? Yeah, hope you guys are all having a good day. All right, we're starting with the song. I do anything. Here we go. You know, I want to be like, hey, what's up? Let's have some fun. You know, I want it's 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 entertainment. You know, it's got to be a show's got. I I feel like people want to step away from that, going like, man, that was awesome. Yeah, you know, and that's all we care about. But it's true that having kids though immediately makes you more empathetic. And mm-hmm. now the fact that we are even thinking about the, what the, what the people in the crowd are thinking is because now we're aware of other life forms other than just us, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and yeah, you have a child who pops out and you're like, Oh my God, <laughs> you just think of your, you think of your parents. You're like, Oh my God, this is what I was. I was a blob of this. And someone took me and protected me and, allowed me to grow and you're like suddenly you'd feel everything you know you watch the whole joke of like watching a commercial and crying and like oh my god you just cry I'd cry all the time now was <laughs> that scene in dumb and dumber where they're crying yeah. wiping yeah. their eyes with money it's like a pacific bell commercial yeah, exactly <laughs> oh let's see what else is on oh, that's good. <laughs> that's i love that man have you ever have you ever gotten up in like a saturday morning who wants the fucking pancakes just yeah. go switch it up that way, dude. I oh, I would love something like that to to happen. Oh, but like, it's funny yeah. that you can go out, and this is something I think about a lot. Uh, I I played with Portugal the Man for a while, and so we played some pretty oh, cool. fucking I, huge I shows. And you could say anything on that microphone, and people would scream. Yeah. And I always, as a kid watching Green Day or whoever. Like he could literally go up there and just say, I just fucking farted. And everyone would go, yes. Yeah. In collection, like everybody. But yeah. how how you can do that and then go home and no one cares what you have to say <laughs> or what you just did, right? Like it's a weird thing. Like you could literally yeah. just say, poopsicle. And everyone <laughs> screams. Adults, children scream, loving it. And you go into the house and you say something to your kids and it's like, yeah, whatever, dad. Yeah, like, they're not even listening. Yeah, like oh, sorry, I'm sorry. What? Yeah, what'd you say? You know the weirdness of they're that. Like, people, people love me. Just, <laughs> you don't understand. <laughs> I've been on magazines. Yeah. Uh, it, that That's kind of funny. thing just it, it's got to mess with. I mean, it messed with my head. It messes. I'm sure it messed with everyone's head. But the fact that, but you're you're most important at home. Yeah, but then no sure. one gives and a I, shit. Yeah, and, and I have to I have to give a shout out to my wife because imagine the women who have to deal with men like us who have this other part of us mm. who feels like we're we're semi you know demigods or whatever. We're just we're you we're just I'm better than everyone else here, you know. And then you come home and just like I have to deal with your ass, and I, you know who, who who you think you're all that. Well, pick up the goddamn kids and your towels on the floor there. Yep. Do your laundry. Yeah. You know? Your fingernail or your toenails are are all over the bathroom floor, like yeah, exactly. Shit that people would lose their mind over. Yeah. Holy shit, this is fingernails. Uh, yeah. At home, it's just yeah, get the fuck out of here. Get back yeah, on tour. Exactly. Get back in the bus. Get out of here. Leave fine. me alone, honey. You have no idea. Some people would be so happy to pick up my fingernails. What? <laughs> that'd be that'd be a smack to the face. But it's true. That's the thing. Yeah. It's true. It's so yeah. fucked up. Yeah, it's, it's so weird. Fucked it's up. definitely bizarre. I mean, that's why that's why most celebrities end up marrying celebrities, you know, because I think they Mm -hmm. they just like it's got to be. And I I I was never like that. I always whenever I see like a big celebrity 
dating another celebrity, I'm always like, really? Like, you don't want to like, you know, not only, especially like the really, really wealthy ones. I'm like, you don't want to like share some of that with someone and just like make someone's day and just be like, Hey, I'll date you. You want to date me? (laughs) You want to stop eating at McDonald's forever? Yeah, exactly. Come, Yeah. All you got to do is deal with my bullshit and getting pictures taken of us everywhere. Uh, Yeah. That brings. I have a friend, uh, uh, Katie. She she marries uh, Jason Ellis, the the radio host, pro skater. Uh, yeah, she's friends with uh, Pete Wentz, and they. I think they were going to like just grab something at a store, and the paparazzi snapped a picture. Who's Pete Wentz dating now? And she was all of a sudden on the cover of a magazine just because oh, she went to funny. the store to pick something up. <clears throat> I don't see how people deal with that stuff like yeah. that, that aren't in it. You know what I mean? That I haven't you know, signed I, up I feel for that. very, I feel very grateful that we've had a, you know, I've had a lot of success, sold, you know, close to 10 million records and, you know, made That's a really insane. good living. Yeah. made a really good living out of it, but we were never, I think, and it was healthy for us. I think in a lot of ways, we were never massive. We were never like, we never got the color cover of Rolling Stone. We never got like, there's certain things we just, you know, we're big, but we're not that big. And I feel like, that has done two great things for our careers and for it's done two great things for me as a person. It's made me hungry, always hungry for a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And it's also allowed me to have a life of an anonymity. Sorry. Anonymity, uh, yeah. Yeah. It's made me have, I, I go to the grocery store and yeah, I get recognized once in a while, but like my life is, I've never only when I'm playing a show somewhere, if I'm playing a show in Philly and I'm walking down the street by the venue, then I feel like I'm one of the Beatles, you know what I mean? But if I'm at home and I'm just going to the grocery store or going to the mall, I don't really get bothered. You know, once in a while, I'd be like, are you the guy from Simple Plan? Or usually it's like, are you the guy from Good Charlotte or Sum 41? Uh, but, you know, there. So, so I like the fact that we had a fair amount of, of the taste of what it is to be successful, but just little enough to have a pretty normal life, you know? Yeah. That's wonderful. That's wonderful. Yeah. Uh, I, I was talking to uh, Mike Carrera about the the like being Mike from MXPX his whole life, right? Like from yeah. a young kid to now, and you've been Pierre from Simple Plan from fairly young to now. Like, yeah. having that success. But that's one thing I always admired about Simple Plan, even back on Warp Tour, was just the professionalism. Like mm-hmm. you could tell because things were blowing up at that time, like you yeah. said. And you guys are going through a whirlwind. Like uh, I remember seeing Yellow Card at a club I was working at in between touring and just watching Ryan had a handler that would walk him to the stage, walk him back to the bus. Yeah. I don't even think you knew where he was. And I was like, he did not look like he's having fun at all. Like he was just like, yeah. okay, now I got to go here, do these songs. Okay. I say this and then I go off. Right. Like, and I, I haven't talked to him about this, but he always just looked like he wasn't having fun. Every time they played, he had a handler bringing him around. You guys always looked like you were having fun. You were in the machine, like you it, it was yeah. it was happening, but you're always having fun. But there was this air of professionalism around it, like just very mm-hmm. professional interviews, uh, interaction with fans, like just hanging out at lunch and catering, right? Like the conversations were always good. Like it was, but there, there were you're having fun, but things were really rolling, and that was something I always um, admired about you guys. Is just you were just handling your business. Like it was yeah. great. There I think was we're, we're, about it. Yeah. All of us in the band are, we have a very, we're all like-minded people and we're all, you know, I think hardworking people. And, um, but I think we also, 
we've known each other for, you know, since I've been in a band with Chuck since I'm 13 years old. I'm going to be 43 this year. So mm-hmm. we're talking about 30 years here. Mm-hmm. And we know each other so well. Um, and we always kept each other in check. And we always even had a joke. There's something about us that we re- really want to remain always humble to the point where we joked about this. And we still, to this day, we have never had on our tours, we've never had a wardrobe case. You know where people put their clothing in? Yes. yes. And we always joked about bands that did that. And we're like, you get a wardrobe case and that's, that's the, that's the jinx. It's where you're, you're going to, you think you're too cool or you have to open up your, your, your stuff. And many, many bands do it. Most big bands, you know, whether it's Green Day, Black 22 or other bands, me all time low, they, they all have wardrobe cases. And we, for some reason, I don't know if it's our Canadian young kids that we are. And we're just like, who do you think you are? You know, you need a fucking wardrobe case, dude. Like, so we, we never had security. We only had security in countries where the promoter was like, we are giving you security because we don't want you going around Venezuela without security. Yeah. Um, but we've never hired anyone for security. We've never had a personal assistant. We've never had wardrobe cases. Uh, and yeah, I don't, I don't know what that hum, that humility comes from. I have no idea. We just, maybe, like I said, it's because we never felt like we hit it huge. We hit it big, but our career was like, I'd do anything. Pretty good. Addicted. Whoa. Perfect. Really big. And then like, and then it just kind of like teetered up here and it, it never went like, bam. You never had like that, you know, like even I look at like some 41, like fat lip, ginormous. You know, yeah. we never had that one where everyone knows it, everyone loves it, but we had multiple, you know, medium to big sized hits, which I guess can be debated whether what, what's better, but, um, but yeah, so that was the funny thing about the wardrobe cases are always like, don't get a wardrobe case. So yeah, we try to keep it simple. No pun intended, uh, or pun intended. <laughs> uh, and, uh, yeah, I think that we're, we're just those kind of guys. And we, you know, we all understand, I think we all get it. We all get why we're here. We get why we're here. We get how we made it here and we get how to remain here. You know, and I think sometimes people that have success, they lose sight of that. They lose sight of like, you know, I see, I've seen a lot of bands that had security people and I'm like, I don't think you need security. You know what I mean? Yeah. But maybe, I'm, maybe that's us being reckless, you know, maybe, maybe something could have happened to us at one point and, but that's who we are, I guess. Yeah. It was very true. Very true. I, so being Canadian, you, are you a fan of trailer park boys? Yeah. Okay. I, I, I've never dove into it really big, but I've seen a bunch of episodes and they're really funny. I like Dude. those guys. There's there's an episode where they break into Rush's green room and they they take the clothes from the ro- the wardrobe case. There you go. And they're dressed all in stage gear. <laughs> and then Rush comes in wearing like shitty track pants and whatever they dumped off. Those are the fucking guys that took our shit. And uh, I guess oh, I have to watch that episode, dude. You got it's yeah. I'll, uh, yeah, you'll 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 find it if you want to watch it. But like, it's hilarious when you brought up wardrobe case in Canada. It's like fuck, trailer park boys, man. It's it's awesome. the greatest. Um, but yeah, I I don't. Uh, yeah, that so many bands have have that security detail and all that shit. Like yeah. the band. So the band I was in, Anatomy of a Ghost, became Portugal the Man. And that's and now they've just joined the Billions Club on Spotify with that oh, Feel wow. It Still song. Like yeah, just like weeks ago, billion that's, streams. That's insane. Insane. But that yeah, was like billions, that. Billions like, the new million, boom. man. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Do My you, kids love that song. Do they? That's <laughs> 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 oh, so good. The new one's pretty good too, but the uh yeah. that record's gonna kill it. But um yeah, has streaming has streaming been good for you guys too? I mean, you guys' Spotify numbers are pretty huge. Yeah, I mean they're considering 
I look at our shimmy numbers and I'm always uh, pleasantly surprised. I'm like, damn, like we haven't had, we have a new, we have a new couple songs that just came out. We have a new record coming out. It's not like blowing up like a massive radio hit, right? So it's, it's doing well and it's good. But even before that, Came, these new songs came out we were pushing almost seven million monthly listeners yeah off of off of material that's years old you know what i mean and luckily we had you know a resurgence for i'm just a kid which is very interesting so that the tiktok thing with i'm just a kid that blew up during the pandemic our i'm just a kid was a hit song for simple plan but it wasn't it wasn't our biggest song mm-hmm. and in the streaming numbers it was like i don't know maybe like sixth or seventh in line uh you know perfect was bigger summer paradise welcome to my life um I forget what the other ones are, but anyways, uh, and I'm just a kid was like, kind of like, you know, lower to there. And since TikTok blew up that song to billions of impressions, it's now our highest streaming song. And it's all because of this TikTok. I'm just a kid challenge thing that happened a couple years ago. Uh, but our, but our numbers are great. And I, I mean, I'm so, like I said, pleasantly surprised that people listen to us all the time. And like, I, I sometimes, you know, look at other bands that we, we kind of, you know, came up with and that are kind of our peers. And I, I, and I'm like, wow, why are our numbers like bigger than theirs? You know? And I I can only attribute to the fact that our songs have connected with people in a deep way and they go back to these songs or, you know, playlists or whatever. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. What, what happened on TikTok? I I don't even have TikTok. I don't even have TikTok. Okay, I, I didn't have TikTok until this happened. Okay. So a couple of years ago, there's uh, this thing called the I'm Just a Kid Challenge. And you know you know what TikTok is, right? Yeah, I know what it is. Yeah, I just don't have yeah. it. Yeah, I didn't have it either. So basically someone, I don't know who first started this, but someone used the song I'm Just a Kid and used this part where it says, when you're spending every day on your own and here it goes, I'm just a kid and life is a nightmare. And when the chorus hits, Here's the challenge. And you should maybe even do this because it's kind of cool. I did one. Maybe I will. (laughs) So what you do is you find a cool picture of yourself when you're younger or Uh it could be with your kids when they're younger. could be of your pets when they're younger. And you find this picture, right? And then um, you reenact it. And so when it goes, when you're spending every day on your own, you kind of like, you have the open frame, you sit in place, you take the pose, and here it goes. And then when the chorus kicks in, the old picture shows up. So it's okay. like, I'm just a kid, you know, back yeah. in this, but, I'm, and so this little challenge that someone decided to do, I don't even know who it is. It kind of caught on. So someone did it. Then someone's like, I'll do that. And they're taking old family portraits or pictures of like, whatever, you know, old things. And they started catching on and people were like, that's cool. I'll do it too. I'll do it too. And then some celebrities started doing it. Will Smith has done five. I'm just a kid challenges. From like, yeah. Yeah. From like, from like, you know, fresh Prince of Bel-Air old yeah. pictures with like, you know, with him and Carlton, and then he reenacts it, and then I'm just, and it's the old picture. Ed Sheeran has done one. Jennifer Aniston, Ryan Reynolds, and Jennifer Aniston just did one. Drew Barrymore, like it's it's become a phenomenon, and then Holy people shit. see that, and it is a very. If you just Google this after I'm just a kid challenge TikTok, yeah. you'll see it's very endearing. Even people that you don't know, you'll see like a dad, right, and the dad's like I don't know, 60 years old, and then a full grown adult sits in his lap like this. And then it goes, and here it goes. Um, and then it goes into the little picture of the little baby, you know? So it's really cool. It's, it's a very sort of, um, 
very wholesome, very cool yeah. challenge. And I didn't know anything about it. So this thing was blowing up and it was happening and happening. And what happens is that people use the audio from I'm just a kid. I didn't know about it. Jared from Bowling for Soup texts me and Chuck at some point. He's like, hey, do you know your song's blowing up on TikTok? And we're like, TikTok, whatever. Yeah, cool. Awesome. Thanks for letting me know. Uh-huh. Never looked at it. And then a couple months later, he texts us again. He says, guys, I think you should probably look into this because it is like blowing the fuck up on TikTok. So then we looked at it and we're like, holy shit. So then we started our TikTok. We did one with the band. We did one individually. And uh, and then we just started TikToking. And, uh, but my point is that the I am just a kid hashtag on TikTok has over 4 billion oh uses. Oh, my God. So, and that's completely out of our control. We didn't plan this. Mm-hmm. No pun intended. We didn't, we didn't, or, we didn't orchestrate this. We had nothing to do with it other than the fact that it organically happened. So, and since then, like I said, I'm just a kid has become our biggest streaming song on Spotify because of that. Wow. Weird, right? Dude, when you guys, okay. So you're going to Mexico, you said in a week. And yep. then this Sum 41 tour is coming up, right? Like you. It's starting at the end of April. Yeah. Okay. You, you've got production. Is it going to be, is it going to be video production? Like, or is it going to be a banner in the back and then lights? I think it's going to be pretty simple. It's, they're not massive venues. We're not doing like arenas. We're doing like, you know, probably 2,500 to 4,000, 5,000 max. So we'll probably, we'll probably keep it, uh, you know, pretty low key. Um, I'm sure there'll be some aspects of production. We, we usually like a lot of lights. We don't, we don't really use a lot of video backgrounds. We haven't really gotten to that yet. Okay. Cause I was going to say, you should pull some fuck that some, some clips from that and play it behind you. When you yeah, play that, people that would, would lose their minds. That is true. That is like true. have some kind of contest. Good idea. Thank you. Some, yes. We're bringing video. Fuck perfect. It. <laughs> some kind of contest where it's, you can win and your picture is on there for the tour or in that city or whatever, like pick some. The day yeah, of, yeah. throw them in the, the hopper. How yeah. badass would that be? Like the lights go out great. and it's just boom. Yeah. Those pit, just play on I'm that. actually, I'm really excited now that that song has blown up so much on TikTok to see what it's going to be, the reaction. Because we always play that song, you know, somewhere near the end of the set. And it goes well, always. Mm-hmm. But I wonder, like, it has literally doubled in streaming since then. So I'm wondering if it's going to be like a bigger deal, you know? Yeah, we'll that see. might be the encore track right there if it's not already. Yeah. It's close oh, it's to always, the end. It's always perfect. We always finish with perfect. Okay. There's, there's something about that where it's just a big power ballad at the end. It is. Sorry, I can't be perfect. <laughs> Do you come out acoustic at the beginning for it? Yeah. Okay. I love yeah. that. I saw, I forget what festival that was at. I saw it on YouTube, uh, but I was like, that's a great way to do it. Cause then everything yeah. kicks in. Cause it's just like, it, yeah, it's super driving. And, uh, yeah. I heard the episode of Chris to make, he's on my network too. Um, uh, that you did for that song the, of his podcast, Chris to makes a podcast. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 Love him. So, yeah. 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 Was, we're on the same fun. network. It was, it was so cool to be able to really dissect that song the way he did. Like, I'm mm-hmm. like, wow, I've never looked at my song so precisely. He's like at, at 57 seconds, this happens. And I'm like, wow, this is awesome. He always gets so excited too. And he's like, oh, heck. Like he, yeah. But then in the intro, he's like, ah, oh, fuck shit. But then on the yeah. thing, he's just like, heck, man, you went to that sea and I just got tears in my eyes. <laughs> he yeah, gets yeah, yeah. so into it. Uh, you go to the minor six there. I just got chills. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he really he really dives into those. And it's a cool it's concept. It's very cool, though, to look at those songs and really sort of analyze them like that. It's really cool. Yeah. Dude, I, I cannot. I'm embarrassed. I did not know about this TikTok thing because uh, – 
man, if you had that on a screen somewhere or somehow, that would be killer. Uh, yeah, yeah. Or start with it and have it on a banner in the front that drops. Yeah. And it's, or you know, anything you can do it. It's expensive shit, of course, but you can do it yeah, if you want. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, there you go. There's an idea for you. Um, yeah. I'm going to check that out after this because that sounds yeah. awesome. That'd be, maybe there's I'll do it with my I'm kids. I'm just a kid challenge. I'm just a kid challenge TikTok. Yeah, dude. There's that SNL skit where Tracy Morgan has Shaq over his knee. He's his dad. Yeah. God damn it, Bernard. And he starts spanking Shaq laying on his lap. I thought of that when you were talking about like the, the grown man and the guy's yeah, yeah, yeah. In his lap. Oh, fucking hilarious. Uh, yeah. Well, dude, like, so, so hitting Mexico, hitting, hitting, uh, the Sum 41 tour, uh, what else do you guys have in coming? The record's coming out. It, what's coming up after after that? Do you have anything in the hopper after that? Are you going to Europe? Yeah, so I, I, I don't have stuff that I can confirm yet, but oh, we're, yeah. we're pretty much lined up for the rest of the year. So we have we have U.S., and then we have some festivals in the summer that are mostly in Canada, and then we have the second leg of the U.S. tour in August, and then we have other places we'll be going to that we'll be revealing very soon. And then we'll just, we're just going to keep going. Record, we usually tour for a couple of years on a record. So, cause we have, you know, we've been so blessed to have fans down in Australia, South America, uh, all over, you know, Europe, East, Southeast Asia. So we want to go to all those places as soon as we can. So we'll be hitting everywhere. Awesome. Japan for sure. Dude. Yes. Awesome. Uh, so, uh, I'm trying to think I, you've got like, what, what is that? What is that moment on? I, I've asked this every once in a while, just because I'm curious, but is there a moment in the set where you really feel it? Like you really feel like it's the moment you look forward to, like a part of a song, uh, like a, uh, whether it's a chorus or a bridge or whatever that you really feel like is like that crescendo moment for you. Like where you really feel like if you could be Pierre from simple plan, that's where you'd want to be. If, if someone could say, you know, switch spots with you, this is where I would throw you in. I, I would think it would be, there's two spots. It would be, there's a song that we had on our second album called uh, jump. And we literally wrote this song purposely to have people jump, you know, and like jump up and down. And then we literally, I was in the room with Chuck and we're like, what's the perfect tempo to bop to, you know? Yeah. And uh, there's a, it's, it was never a single, but it's a song we always play live. And there's a part where the, you know, goes down to the bridge and it goes, I just want to jump. Yeah. And it just, mm -hmm. and the whole crowd, we get the whole crowd going. And when we play festivals, I'm, you know, with the stage banter, I get everybody into it. Mm -hmm. And the whole place just goes up and down. And seeing that is always like, fuck yeah, yes. this is the shit. And another part is when everyone sings. Uh, so the second chorus of perfect, I let the crowd sing. So the first one I do acoustic, I sing it. Then the band kicks in. And then we go, cause we lost it all. Nothing lasts forever. I'm sorry. And we let the crowd sing it. And that's always like, you know, they sing it so loud and so clearly. And like, it's, uh, it's always a, a moving moment, you know? Mm -hmm. So those two moments combined, that's what I would be. Those are my two favorite moments every show. That's awesome, dude. I, like I said, I never asked, I asked that question very rarely. I think I asked Spencer from under oath and maybe a couple other people, but like just where, where it hits that's awesome because yeah. i've seen those moments on yeah. of course on youtube but like uh yeah it's that's killer dude i i love yes. that um yeah i do i know it's fucking late as shit over there right now but uh, <laughs> and you're a dad now so you're not uh you're not in tour mode but um yeah dude i really appreciate uh you coming on and, and giving the time dude i really do and of course and, thank uh, you uh, I look forward to everything you have coming up. And like I said, the new music's killer, dude. I've been jamming it in my headphones and, and, uh, 
just you guys are really doing it, man, doing it right. And still to this day, it's it's awesome to see going from where I first uh, chatted you guys up at Warp Tour to now what where my life has gone. Like you guys are fucking killing it still. It's awesome. Awesome. Thank it's you, great. man. Well, I appreciate it's it. It's, it's really cool. And I, I hope that when you, when it comes out, you'll give it a, give it a listen too. There's a lot of good songs on there. And if you like the first three, you're going to love the other ones. There's some cool stuff on there. I'm really, really proud of it. And uh, there's a song called best day of my life. It's called, it's really called best fucking day of my life, uh-huh. but we just didn't want We didn't want to put that in the title, but it's like, it's a super fast pump, pop punk, like best. I'm just giving you too much information here. No one knows this, but, uh, but, um, <laughs> It's just awesome. You're going to love that one. There's another one called Million Pictures of You, which is great. Uh, slow Motion is really, uh, t- to me, the song Slow Motion feels like an epic song that you, you'll, you I, I, when I hear it, I just see a music video. I see like, I see like a coming of age music video, kids in high school and like going through tough, you know, like breakups and weird stuff and like fights and this. And then I could just, I just see it. I see it like a sort of like breakfast club kind of, you know, type of thing it's uh it's it's wild but i, I love the re- the new record I'm, I'm really proud of it and i hope you like it when it comes out awesome dude and i love the title like it's every title of your records are great yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, harder get, it's it getting looks. harder <laughs> no pun it's getting it's getting harder to find like we're tr- we've always liked those you know kind of sex puns yeah and it, they're they're hard to find at this point you know uh, it's harder than it looks, you know, as, as the title says. I, I love it. I'll have Becky send it to me tomorrow. I just, I didn't want to hear it all the whole thing first because I wanted to chat to you about it, but uh, I'll have her send yeah, it to yeah. me tomorrow if and I'll can, check if it you out. you have cause... a copy of it, yeah, yeah, for sure. Check it, and, take uh, a listen. Dude, awesome. And tell, and by the way, tell your wife her, her podcast is awesome. Oh, awesome. Thank you. Dude. Yeah, she did it for a little while. And then, and then when the world got real serious, she was like, I don't want to do this anymore. I yeah. Like, well, it's maybe it's, one day she'll bring it's it back. Fun to she's, listen a, to. she's a hilarious. Yeah, she's a hilarious. Girl. It's fun to listen to, man. And yeah. uh, well, dude, good luck. Good luck. And uh, uh, thank you for the time. I appreciate it. And uh, and yeah, pleasure. awesome. All right, buddy. Bye, man. Have a great one. All right. We'll see you soon. Thanks. Bye. Nice talking to you. Bye bye. All right, guys. I hope you enjoyed that conversation with Pierre from Simple Plan. Their new record is coming out shortly. And it is fantastic. So go to Spotify, follow them on Spotify, pre-save tracks. Uh, there's, there's, I think there's three singles up now already. Uh, one of them has Derek from Sum 41. I mean, it's it's an awesome, awesome uh, revisit to pop punk. and uh, But it's not nostalgic. It's new, like it's fresh. And that's what I love about it. It's not rehashing old things. It's, it's simple plan in 2022. It's great. So go check them out on Spotify, pre-save that record. Um, it's going to be a banger. I'm telling you right now, I've already heard it. It's great. Uh, and thanks to Pierre for coming on and being so gracious with his time. He did this at like, it must've been like, I don't know, 10 or 11 o'clock his time over in Canada. And uh, man, uh, it's, I love it when people do that or are in their position where they can kind of name their price and name their name their time, but they still are accommodating to when we can record the show. Uh, that's been a huge win for the show, and I really appreciate that. So, uh, guys, I'm going to get out of here. Thank you so much for coming back week after week. I really appreciate it. Please take my challenge of going and rating and reviewing the show. Write us a review on Apple, and we'll read it on the show. I really, really appreciate you guys coming back week after week, and I can't say that enough. I love each and every one of you. Do something nice for somebody. Do something nice for yourself. And as always, we'll see you on the radio.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.